Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Iron Brew Podcast. Brad Mel, Matt Blanchard, Matt Ellis. So it's been ages since we've done an episode, but I mean, there's not a lot happened, has it really? I mean, I was, I was expecting more by this point. I'm not going to lie. Um, there's a few things we can go through maybe let's cast our mind back to the retain list to start with. I'm not going to read it all out. I think off the top of my head, the significant talking point was that maybe Pew got released. I think when I first saw it, it seems a little bit similar to the Levi Sutton situation we had the other year, I think. Yeah, to be honest, I think he can feel a little bit hard done by. Um, I think he showed enough last season, um, really, you know, at the, at the start of the season, especially I thought he put, he put in some really decent performances. Um, obviously, was unlucky to get injured. Um, you know, with with that tackle, he was actually sent off for, wasn't he? Um, thinking back, um, and it was yeah, a shocking tackle on him really, and he he was really unfortunate that it was such a serious injury. Uh, and I just wonder whether that may have kind of played a part in it really, because you know we don't know if he's going to be back for the start of um, the season. Uh, it was obviously a long layoff anyway, and they were talking sort of start of next season. Um, when he first did it, you know, he might be back for the start of the season sort of, sort of thing. So I wonder if that's kind of entered um, calculations a little bit when they've, when they've looked at whether to offer him another deal. But yeah, it's a shame really, because I, I liked his attitude, um, you know, and he, he did get stuck in at the start of last season. And, um, you know, he obviously did care as well. You could tell that the way he played. Um, so it was certainly one that maybe uh, raised a few eyebrows. But you, know, you look at the explanation Hill gave and, I think we are kind of overloaded with with young lads in the centre of the park. If you look at sort of the players that were breaking through last season, obviously we've got Crib, who who they they think quite a lot of. Um, obviously, still here. Uh, I know there, there was rumours that that Leicester and a few of the clubs were interested in him, but obviously that's not not come to anything as yet. Um, so I think he will certainly um, you know enter enter Hill's calculations for for kind of. Um, yeah, central midfield. Um, and then we had sort of uh, more Billum. I thought he put in a few decent performances at the end of last season. Obviously, Gallimore, we know Gallimore can play in there. Um, so after weighing it weighing it all up, he's, he's obviously decided he's going to let Pugh go, which I think is a bit of a shame. But um, but yeah, we'll see how he does. I, I don't know whether he's not he's not kind of um, linked up with anyone yet, as he in terms of uh, new clubs. I think he's going to have to kind of prove his fitness there. But yeah, I think that was the only one really... Um, which was a bit of a surprise, but I think the others were, yeah. I mean, it was it was what we expected really, and I think it was what needed to happen as well. Yeah, um, Jay Rowe at the time was one that that said there was offered a deal, but they were waiting to hear. Obviously, he's he's signed since then. I think I think that's quite good, really, because you know we, we've seen him in a few roles, haven't we? And a little bit of a utility player, and I think now we've dropped down to non-league. A player like that, I think, might be quite useful. Yeah, I think so. Um... He's kind of, I actually expected him to go, to be honest. Um, but I think, yeah, he's got some utility, hasn't he? And I think the manager obviously kind of saw that last season, didn't he? Because he was playing in a few different roles. He can obviously play centre mid. Uh, well, he was playing centre mid. Whether or not he can play there is, is still open to debate, I suppose. 
Um, obviously, he can play right back and, and kind of centre back as well. So um, it's, it's going to help. And he's got a bit of, you know, sort of league experience. And he's, he's not the worst player that we had last season. So that's kind of a plus as well. What a great bark. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. But. It's yeah. definitely interesting because, I mean, you look at, uh, I think Cox saw him as more of a centre-back. Um, you know, Hills played him at right-back, played him, uh, as you say, might in central midfield. And I don't actually think we we know really where his best position is. Um, so it'll be interesting, you know, in, in Hills' mind now, where does he see him fitting in? Does he see him at right-back? Obviously, we, we haven't got a right-back at the moment with, um, with Millen uh, being released, which I don't think is a great loss as, as such. I think... Again, with Millen, he was under contract, wasn't he? And, and they've obviously um, they've let him go. I thought he had a, a decent spell just before he got injured. Um, you know, and, and then we never saw him again, did we? So um, obviously, he obviously wants wants to move back to uh, Scotland, and that was probably the best move for everyone. But um, yeah, it does leave us a bit short uh, in the fullback position. So especially right fullback, obviously left left fullback, we we might be okay. Um, given obviously O'Malley and, and we've got in Clare back in the building on trial. Um, but yeah, whether he sees him as a right back, um, you know, at the minute is the, is the only real player we've got that, that can play there. Um, so that's probably where he sees him playing next season. And I think you're right, Matt. He maybe had a couple of decent games in in midfield, but on the whole, I wasn't I wasn't sold really. Um, you know, after after that maybe five six game run, um, you know, I think I'd be a little bit disappointed if we were starting the season with with um, with Rowe in there. But uh, but yeah, right back, I think he could do a job. Um, again, another one that's that's committed, and I think he, de- he genuinely does care. And I think last season, you know, you could see that on the pitch. He was he was getting genuinely frustrated with with what was going on. Um, and yeah, hopefully dropping down to to non-league. Um, yeah, he, he he should be okay. But I think the key thing for him is get in a position that you know he he likes you know, that, that he can kind of excel in and, and keeping him there. Because I don't think chopping and changing and moving him around the pitch really does him any favours. Although, you know, that's unfortunately been, been a bit of a utility player. That's genuine, generally what happens. And, um, you know, I think he's, he's maybe, yeah, he's, he's maybe working against him a little bit. Or it did do last season. So it'd be nice to see him kind of just set in one position. And I think that goes for... Um, you know, across the board, really, it'd be nice if we weren't chopping and changing as much, um, and and having a bit more of a settled side. But at the minute, you know, I think I think we're still looking very short. Um, I know we've still got a few weeks left to the start of the season, but um, I mean, for me, I'm not panicking yet. I won't say I'm panicking, but I am getting a little bit worried. Well, just before we look at some of the well, the only signing, I think. Um, do you want anything else on the retain list? Just while we're there, I mean, we said and we're pretty much as expected, but. Like I mean, it's it's left us short without you know we've not signed the players yet, have we? I mean, I'm thinking keeper as well. Obviously, Watson went, didn't he? There's you know strikers as well. I mean, any any sort of last comments before we move on? I mean, the only other one that kind of, I feel a little bit sorry for was uh, Lewis Thompson. Obviously, again, um, really really bad injury. Um, it does sound like he's making some really good progress with that, and it was one. I hoped actually the club would, would maybe keep an eye on, um, you know, if he was making good progress and, and he was, um, you know, his rehab was going well, it, it was potentially an option because I don't think he did too badly at, at times last season, especially early on in the season. You know, under, under Cox, I thought he did okay. Um, I liked it. I thought, he, I thought he was really good in some games. Yeah, and he obviously, he was a Blackburn, wasn't he, before? Mm. He obviously, um, you know, played 
decent um, in a decent academy. Um, so I was I was looking out for that one really, just wondering whether they could do something and and maybe look after him a little bit. But again, it's difficult because obviously we, we're running on on a low budget. Um, we can't really afford to to carry any passengers, and and we say that every year, but we end up carrying passengers. Um, you know how many players last season were were just injured for most of the season. I know we, we mentioned Hallam, we've got Bourne, we we had we had loads, didn't we? And and we we just can't afford to do it if we're running on a stripped back budget. Um, and I wonder if that's maybe again um, coming to the thinking there: is he going to be fit for the start of the season? Is he not? I think Hill believes he's not going to be, and I think that's that's maybe played a part in him leaving. Um, but again, I hope he gets fixed up because you know, it was a, it was a really bad injury, um, and it was a bit of a naughty tackle that one as well. And obviously, a bit of a shame because um, I thought he was a decent decent enough player. Yeah, well, let's look forward. You mentioned um, not too long ago there that you know we've got players in the building that are obviously on trial. Um, we've seen that through the sort of the photos that the club have released, of, you know, when they're showing them coming back to training. A, a lot of those players, I think, have been identified sort of on social media and things like that. But I think it's probably worth saving until they are officially announced. If that is the case, you know, we might not take them. Things like that. Um, let's look at the one that we have done though, and it was it was quite early on, really. I mean, you know, it, it was a few weeks ago now, isn't it? Um, Andy Boyce has come back. So, so we had him, I think it was 2014, wasn't it? Around Robin's time. Um, yeah, I, was, I, I quite liked him before. I know he's, he was sort of third choice at one point, didn't he? But he did have a bit of a run in the team, um, if I remember. And yeah, I, I liked him. I think at this point, you know, he's, he's been in the league a bit, hasn't he? He's, I think he's, he's 30s, isn't he? 31, 32, something like that. Um, bit of experience there as well. I, I think for where we are now, I think that's a reasonable signing. Yeah, I, I've got no problem with this signing at all, and I, I think it was a pretty, a pretty solid first signing um, at the transfer window. You know, bit of experience. Um, you know, I guess a little bit of utility because he could play in goal, can't he? And at the minute we don't have a goal. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I remember that game. <laughs> he was quite good, actually. Yeah, yeah, I remember that as well, actually. But I think that you know, again, it gives it a bit of experience. He's he's obviously played at this level recently with Eastleigh for the past what couple of seasons maybe i think and i think he's you know his fitness record is good i think last season he he played most kind of if not all of their league games um so you know that's what we want we, we don't want injured players we, we need fit players as we said if, if we're going to have a relatively small squad and and the budget's low we need players that are going to play most of the games of the season not players who are going to play three games of the season and then we've got to go find another one so um you know a really really solid st- uh, sort of start to the transfer business if you like but obviously absolutely nothing has happened since and which leaves me incredibly concerned but you know as as a signing on its own I'm, I'm you know I think it's very very solid yeah I'd agree with that I mean it, it's probably looking at where we are now I think we we said sort of at the back end of last season <clears throat> we need to get players in that that know the division um because that was a, a massive concern um for everyone really I think you know we, we've had I don't think we've really got anyone in the in the squad that's played National League. Um, Hill's not managed National League. I know he said that's not an issue, and you know, he, football's football at the end of the day. But um, but I think you look at the teams that that do well, and they are filled with players that know that level and and they've been there and done it. Um, and you know, I think it was important to get some at least a few um, through the door that can do that. Obviously. As you say, Matt, only one so far. Um, so that that is concerning. But yeah, I think as a as a first signing, Boyce 
um, ticked all the boxes really. Um, yeah, with with his injury record as well, I think he's played near enough four seasons. I think <clears throat> full seasons are easily looking at it, um, or at least three anyway. And and, and well, I've got hang on, I've got it here. It's um, well, it says on the on the statement uh, when they announced him. Uh, joined Eastley, made 207 appearances in all competitions across five years, scoring nine times. Yeah, so you, you look at that, and that's that's pretty much every game, isn't it? Um, so that's what we need. Um, and I think thinking back to when he was at the club last, obviously uh, you mentioned the day he went in goal. Obviously, put himself forward for that. And I think he, you know, he's um, he's a bit of a leader. Um, obviously, a, a lot older now than than when he was at the club previously. Um, but I think he will fitting quite well and I think he will kind of um, try and help those younger players as well so I think um, yeah no arguments with it I think it was as, as, as good a signing as we could um, hope to make really um, but yeah we've, we've just got to kind of that has to be followed up with, with some more because we just we're still you know woefully short at the moment and the longer it goes on I know uh, we've got players in on trial I think there's, there's maybe up to six now and, and one of those is a goalkeeper and um, but again, you look back and, and historically, we don't really do very well with, with players that come in sort of after pre-season started. And obviously, the players are back in. Um, they've had a week's training uh, into obviously the second week now. And um, I know the players that are on trial are, have been there pretty much from the start. So, you know, they've been integrated in the group, whether they sign or not remains to be seen. Um, but any other players coming in, you know, they're, they're already playing catch-up. And, and that's what worries, worries me again, because at the end of the day, we've, we've known for the best part of, I mean, when was it? You would say March, really, wouldn't you? In March, we knew that relegation was pretty much nailed on. And you would have hoped the club were out there looking at players, you know, at the National League level. And, and maybe they were, you know, you would hope they were. Um, but to get one in, by this point, you know, we're, we're heading into July now, um, this week, you know, it is a little bit concerning and, um, you know, I think sooner rather than later, we're going to have to start seeing some signings. I think, um, Brad, you've got some stats on sort of the rest of the league as well and, and yeah. we are behind. We, you know, other other clubs are signing players and I know there are a couple that, that haven't really made many signings at the moment. But Well, um, yeah, I've got, well, I've got those here. I mean, and obviously, obviously we've got to factor in the fact that, you know, it's different for every club, isn't it? And, you know, some are working on vastly bigger budgets and things like that. Um, this is via D3D4 Football, which they're a quite good website. So you should check them out if, you, well, if you're if you sort of interested in Football League and things like that. Um, at the top of that list, Altrincham, Aldershot, they've both got eight. Uh, Barnet, Chesterfield, they're on seven. Uh, just sort of working their way down a little bit. South End's got five. Notts County, six. Oldham, five. Uh, as you say, Matt, there's a few that are behind us. So we've just got the one. Uh, Solihull, they haven't signed anybody yet. Uh, Boreham Wood, they've not so, uh, signed anybody. Torquay are another one. And, and Wrexham as well, although I think you'd expect them to probably sign a few soon. Um, but yeah, that's... Yeah, so a few. I mean, like Chessfield, seven. Altrincham, Aldershot, eight. You know, the they're sort of getting it done early on. How how concerning is that sort of when you compare it to us or do you think it doesn't matter? I think it definitely matters. I mean, you look back at the last few seasons, I mean, it, they're all following a very similar pattern. Um, and, you know, all right, the, the season when um, there were five sort of presents on the first day for Neil Cox when, when he came in and there were five signings, um, that's probably the exception and that didn't go very well either, did it? But, um, you know, you look at recent seasons, um, you go back to the one where Nick Dawes started the season in charge. Very little sort of summer activity. It was very late in the window. 
relying on loan players, things like that. And it never quite happened, did it, for, for Dawes? Um, and, yeah, it's been downhill ever since that, really. And, and I think, um, yeah, it just seems like more of the same at the moment. It just seems um, that we're, we're a little bit unprepared. Um, we're going kind of sleepwalking again into into a very tough season. Um, and, and that's the massive concern for me. Uh, I'm sure, obviously, things are happening behind the scenes, but the, the interview with Hill, uh, was it last week, week before, was a little bit concerning, given... Um, he kind of admitted that that his targets, or at least two or three of the targets, had adopted for uh, moves elsewhere. Whether that was to stay in the league, sort of appeared so. And and I don't think you can sort of argue with that. You know, players want to play at the highest level; they'll play where the money is as well. And and unfortunately, that's probably working against us. And then you've got sort of the geographical um, sort of impact as well. I think a couple of those clubs you've mentioned there um they've signed quite a lot of players They're sort of down south you know the, the london southeast and, and it's kind of a bit of a merry-go-round with players in in that kind of area um <clears throat> obviously oldham as well they've, they've done some good business um up there in manchester area and i think that does work against us a little bit where we are um and obviously the wages i, I guess are just not quite there um and and players are going to go elsewhere if, if they're offered more money and, and you just you can't blame the players at the end of the day. That's that's where we we are. Um, but you know, how long is is the list of targets? You know, it sounds like we've missed out on sort of all the top targets. Um, now we're kind of yeah. How far down the list are we now? Um, you look at some of the players that that we've got in on trial. Um, you know, I think Joe Bunny's been pictured. I mean, the guy's retired once, uh, and obviously, um, great seeing back in back in the game um, and back trying to, to earn a professional contract somewhere. But, um, you know, I think that, that just shows where we are at the moment. Um, and that's, unfortunately, I think it's, it's going to be um, a long few weeks until the start of the season. I, I, just, I just can't see us recruiting the quality um, that everyone's hoping for, really. Um, yeah, I, I just think it's going to be more of the same before the start of the season. Yeah, well, I, I think maybe part of that, and it's, it's probably worth saying, is that, I think a lot of us, if not all of us, expected that there might have been some news off the pitch as well in terms of sort of the the potential takeover. Um, nothing sort of really coming of that, is it? You know, Lee, Lee Turnbull still acting chairman. Um, he had that statement, didn't he, a few few weeks ago? Um, with a little bit of an update. Uh, commented on a little bit of building work going on, just sort of next to the land near the Costa. Um, few people coming back in, like that. Uh, Rob Watson coming back in um, for the development phase coordinator that, that that's good you know things like that that's nice but not an awful lot in there really is there no there wasn't was there I mean it was um yeah I mean there, there were little bits about what's been going on down at the ground but yeah nothing you know the the, the questions the fans have <clears throat> or the big questions uh ultimately weren't answered and um you know I think there's there's still massive questions about sort of the, the mortgage that was that was taken out um, I don't think we're going to hear from Swan regarding that. I think that's um, it's been done. I think that's that's going to stay kind of a, a private matter. Um, understandably, fans are, are very frustrated about that. They want to know what's going on. They want they want to know if that money has been used to um, to fund the season and um, obviously sign players basically. And and as yet, yeah, obviously, you know, we, we've spoken about there's only one player through the door. 
you know, what is the budget this season? Uh, things like that. You know, it's, there's, there's not a lot being said. And obviously, the, the massive one is, um, you know, how, how the takeover's going. Is there going to be a takeover at all? And um, obviously, Turnbull, I think he revealed at the coffee morning, there'd been two, two bids uh, knocked back. Uh, we don't know whether, you know, there's been more bids since then. Um, but I think when I spoke to Swan fairly recently, um, obviously not giving much away, um, he did say that there were still three parties or that there had been three parties, um, you know, in, in negotiations, but it was taking a while. And, um, you know, it, we, I mean, these, we know these things don't happen overnight. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I just don't think there's anyone at this moment in time that's, that's going to take over imminently and, and purchase the club imminently. I think it's, it's going to be a sort of a drawn out thing. And uh, I think from what I, what I can gather and my personal opinion is that, you know, we're going to start the season and, and Swan is still going to be here as, as owner. Um, obviously that's not the news that, that um, I would say that the vast majority of the fan base would, would want to hear. Um, he's obviously <clears throat> said himself, he, he's, he's trying to sell and, and Lee Turnbull had said that he believes he does want to sell. Um, but yeah, for whatever reason at this moment in time, it's, it's not happened. Um, it's just, I don't know. I've kind of, I kind of forgotten about it a little bit because there's, there's just not a lot happening. Uh, there doesn't appear to be a lot happening. Obviously, behind the scenes there might be, but I think, you know, you look at Walsall. They were recently taken over, uh, and I think the first you heard about that was on the day that it happened, and and it was all announced. Um, so you know, you never know what's going on behind the scenes, and and obviously we can keep our fingers crossed because I do think that is kind of holding everything back a little bit. Um, in terms of sort of transfers and, and things like that, we we don't know what the budget is. Um, we we're guessing it's it's not great from what Hill said in his interview. Um, and you know, if we could have got something done prior to the season, um, that might have boosted us. You look at Walsall. I mean, I use Walsall as an example. Um, you know, think since since the investment there, I think they've gone on to sign about ten or eleven players. And I mean, that's not always a great thing signing that many players, but. We we know we need more than one. I would imagine we probably need about that, you know, to to be to be competitive and have a a decent go at it. Um, so at the moment, you know, I can only see another season of struggle, unfortunately, um, unless things change in in the next few weeks. But um, but yeah, I think in terms of takeover, I honestly don't think there's there's anything imminent. Um, let let's hope there is. But um, yeah, from from what I can gather, not at the moment. I mean, you know, th- this was always going to happen, wasn't it? When we kind of understood that Swan was was sort of going to be serious about try- trying to to sell the club and and obviously kind of stepping down and letting kind of Turnbull take over the sort of day to day operations of the club, if you like. We were always going to be in this kind of sort of horrendous limbo period, weren't we? Where nobody really knows what's going on. You know, is the investment going to be there? You know, like how likely is the club going to get sold? You know, um, and a lot of people stay away because <clears throat> Swan's still associated with the club. But having said that, I think if 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 we we had shown some direction and, and we started to sign players, I think obviously a few would come back to to kind of watch the, the new season in in the new kind of era, really, um, in, in a weird kind of sadistic way I've been kind of looking forward to seeing us play in the in the conference however weird that may sound just because it's a break from um from the league and Hannah how shout we've been for the past sort of four or five years but I think it's this 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 whole idea of kind of like malaise isn't there and, and the, the kind of obviously swans sort of you know being at the helm when we've we've 
essentially presided over the worst sort of two or three seasons in the club's history, really, and obviously culminating us falling out of the league for the first time in, you know, however long it is now, what is it, 70 years or something like that? Um, so it's, that's the problem, I think. And I think this was always going to happen as long as, as soon as Swan said he was going to sell and the period between him saying he's going to sell and him selling, we were going to be in a real kind of mess and I think we are in, in in a mess, and I think that's 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 where we are. There's there's you know there's no direction. You know, even for players, it's like they've seen how badly the club's been run over the past few years. They've seen us drop out of the league. They've seen us win very few games in the past season, score very few goals, concede a shit ton of goals um, in in the past few seasons, really. And it's not a very attractive proposition, is it really? Um, so it was always going to be, I suppose, a tough ask to sign players in that state. Um, but obviously, you know, everybody wants the, the kind of sale of the club to be completed as quickly as possible. But again, you know, we, we need to get the right person in and, and somebody has to come up with the money to buy the club, you know, and whether that's at the minute because they're just, the parties who have shown interest before just haven't got the cash or Swan values the club higher than he should be valuing it. We don't really know because we're not sat at the negotiating table. But I think the main problem is at the minute we're in this period of malaise, and the players are going to feel it. The backroom staff are going to feel it. The fans certainly know about it. And that's going to translate to bad results in the pitch. And at the moment, you know, we've only signed one player and we got rid of pretty much, you know, all our senior players bar a few at the end of last season. You know, who have we got left? Obviously, we brought Boyce in um, and we're obviously Feeney's still there. You know, Beeston's still there, you know, question marks over his... Um, fitness because he's got long COVID, hasn't he? So, you know, that, that's why he's kind of not featured like last season as much as you would have thought because of the quality of player he is. Um, you know, Nuttall, still huge question marks around him. Um, Hallam, you know, probably not going to be fit for most of the season, so we should have just got rid, to be honest. But anyway, all these kind of problems. And at the minute, you say, you know, look at the squad as it is. It's what, you know, the season starts in four and a half weeks. Preseason's already started. We've brought one player in. You know, as as the team sits at the minute, there's no way that team stays in this league. That's the problem, I think. And, and until we address that and bring in, as you said, Matt, probably we need probably about ten players to be quite honest, with some decent experience. You know, because the youth's already there. No problem with that. No good if you've got no experience, you know. And and let's be honest, we've seen what this league's like. It's a very competitive league. It's a, not an easy league to get out of. It's a little bit more physical than League Two. Some of these young players are going to get eaten alive if they're going to have to be on first team duty week in, week out without experience to back them up or to, you know, to, to guide them through the, the kind of the experience of non-league. And that's not in the, that's not currently there at the moment. So. As we stand now, I can't see anything but another relegation. That it is as simple as that, you know. Until we start signing more players, I can't see that being addressed correctly. And I think that, again, you know, you thought last season was bad. Oh boy, wait, wait till you see us at the foot of the league in the conference, getting hammered by pub teams every week. Holy shit, boys! It ain't getting any better. So that's my major concern. And and the way the club addresses that is by signing players. And it's as simple as that. We don't sign players we go down again. That's it. Right. I think let's, let's leave it there. I mean, cause there's, there's not really much else to chat about at this point. Is there? As I say, there's, you know, the signings haven't been there. Um, there's a couple of friendly games coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, Sheffield United, Rochdale, Peterborough, uh, which actually decent standard of opposition really from where we are. Um, so maybe we do something 
around there, perhaps before if we do get a couple of players in as well. So, yeah, I guess we just sort of await on the news, really. Um, just to mention as well, uh, us as Iron Brew as the podcast, um, we've sort of joined up with Chris Walker, who does the Friends of Picati charity, which I'm sure you've seen around on Twitter and things like that. Um, there's going to be a live event. It's on July the 9th uh, to try and raise money for, for that charity and for that school out there. Um, we're, we're sort of on for the first hour. There's going to be uh, a live in conversation episode and, and Neil Cox is coming down. Now, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to say sort of now as I will in the room when we're there, uh, he's not able to chat about his time as manager for all sorts of reasons, as, as you can well imagine. Um, but there's still a lot of stories there from when he was sort of starting out at Scunthorpe United, his playing days, everything like that. Um, we did once actually have him on, on an conversation and it was really interesting, just the tech completely failed. So we never put the episode out. So it's good to get a chance to do that again. So yeah, July the 9th, that's at, at Redburn Club. Um, have a look at Friends of Bacati or Iron Brew. We can get the details there for how you can get tickets for that. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we'll see a few down there July the 9th. Um, thank you for listening to this. There'll be another podcast episode sort of when there's news, I guess. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.